This is an Eva Burrows College podcast. The content covered here is intended for students enrolled in Eva Burrows College courses and is part of a larger learning context. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome back. I commend you for seeking out the support offered in completing these tasks. And I hope you're rewarded with some useful guidance. We're in the diversity unit, Div 001, work with diverse people. And task two, which I strongly suggest having that open right now. Pause the recording here uh, to get that as needed. Perhaps you might jot down some notes in your style as we go along. Task two is a research task, an immediate clue that you'll need to go beyond the learner guide in seeking supporting resources. Let's start with question one. As always, pay attention to the word guide here. 300 to 400 words to cover off on A through to F. That then goes a long way in guiding how much work needs to go into a question like this, where you are asked to do your own research. Consider your community. And then 1A, what is a diversity issue that you face in your service? Think carefully about context here. The unit we're doing is titled Work with Diverse People. It's about a workplace context. Ideally, of course, that workplace is relevant to where you're headed with these studies. But that isn't a requirement. Are you in a workplace with others? Do you, or does your organisation, deliver a service to external clients? If yes, it's fine to respond from that context. If not, be creative, drawing on past experiences or considering what a relevant community agency might look like. As noted for task one, uh, diversity issue is quite broad. The Learner Guide lists some key areas in topic two, but you don't have to choose one of those. But do look ahead to the rest of the question. You'll need some statistics for this issue in Part B. So choose an area where you can actually get information. If you're in a community agency, you might be fortunate enough to have access to this type of data. That's always going to be the gold standard. But you could also look to utilise any locally available statistics, such as from local councils or community agencies. Or you can access more general sources, like the Australian Bureau of Statistics, ABS. Part C reminds you to include evidence of research. Look to research and reference reputable and independent sources of data wherever possible. Advocacy-based organisations are often a good source here, uh, which is a useful clue as you get into Part D too. Having done the research for Parts A to D, it's time to consider what changes you would recommend in your service to better cater for those within the diversity group you've chosen. That's for Part E. And Part F requires you identify to identify at least one resource you could make available to your staff to educate them on this issue. You're asked to attach the resource. Is a link to a resource okay? My response to that is, what does the task say? And is it worth a resubmit for not attaching? When you submit your assessments through Booth Online, you're able to attach multiple documents, including PDFs and images. Practice doing that for this task. Let's move to question two, where you're asked to choose a different diversity issue than what was addressed in question one. Like question one, you'll need to access statistics about the diversity issue chosen. Your community can be broadly defined if needed. For part B, ensure you include at least three things you're hoping to learn. Again, asking you to attach information about the training itself in part C. Don't miss the format here in responding to this task. 
you need to write a formal email as if you were requesting permission to attend this training. Question three, more research is required here. As always, taking note of the word guide. Uh, you're asked, you have a client who has a disability, which means they have great difficulty speaking. Although not a required part of the response, topic four of the learner guide has a useful list of conditions that may cause difficulties in communication. Likewise, I strongly encourage you to look through topic three for this question. It has plenty of great suggestions to address part A in how to maintain the respect and dignity of the client. Part B asks you to explain what techniques you might use, while part C asks for a specific resource example. This is where you'll need to dig beyond the learner guide as it gives a broader introduction in considering what resources might assist in communicating with this client. If you're Googling, always go for those reputable sources. And of course, don't forget to reference. Question four, and the auditory learners amongst us will likely appreciate this question because you get to listen. Although I note you can actually read the transcript of any TED talk, I believe. Uh, but it'll also appeal to those who resonate with powerful personal stories. It's well worth a listen. And a view. Part A allows you the opportunity to reflect on what you heard, while in Part B, it should also be straightforward uh, from the video. Part C is also in the talk, but you are asked to show evidence of additional research. Again, take care in choosing a reputable and reliable source. Let us know that source and let the word guide direct you here. A paragraph each for A, B and C is a good guide. Moving to question five. You'll find the document working with Aboriginal people and communi communities sorry, within the recommended reading section of the diversity unit on Booth Online. As with a similar question in task one, I appreciate there's a lot of reading here. Approach the resource in a way that best suits your learning style and interest in the topic. Look ahead to what you're being asked in parts A and B. There's no word guide included, but the context of this question suggests a paragraph or two on each part should be sufficient. You might scan the contents page to locate the most relevant sections. Assuming you're online, uh, Control plus F Word Find is another option on your computer. Uh, apologies to our Mac users. Um, that'll let you let the computer or tell the computer to seek out the keywords that you're choosing within the document. Let's move on. Question six, the final part of the task, and there's more research required. Having said that, you'll find plenty of coverage on this issue of discrimination tucked away in topic two of the learner guide. That should get you through a fair amount of what's required here. If you use the guide, forget to re remember to reference it. And given the word guide here, 500 to 600 words, and some of the specific information asked for, just know that you'll need to dig a little deeper into the form of discrimination that you've chosen from our list. That's it. Quite a lot of written work here, increasing that feeling of satisfaction you'll get when you look at your final word count and be proud. As always, your trainer is the best source of support. Get in touch with them as needed. Thanks. Thanks.